welcome, beloved patron listeners, to another bonus episode of Marvelous or The Death of Cinema. On this episode of Inside the Actor's... Colon. Completely broken brain. <laughs> Inside the Actor's colon. <laughs> we will be looking at the the career and mischievous hijinks of uh, noted uh, indie star turned DC Universe tentpole Ezra Miller, who is not a man, and we will not be referring to as a man, not a not a not a fella, not a dude, not a buddy, a guy, or a bro. Only do the very minimum at your work. Mm. Never offer to do anything more. Just do the minimum. I didn't have a punchline for that. To, well, no. Well, the, the punchline is there. Uh, Ezra's been referring to themselves as a, like a messiah, I guess, is like I, one of the oh, fuck one that. of the things that that's been going on. Of but... One of the, the funniest things I ever saw on Twitter, which was, uh, and, and it's like not, not like a big, thing but it was just funny to see as someone who referred to them their, their pronouns were god uh backslash god self and there was like a really really heated argument in their mentions oh, that about was that was whether that's trolling an appropriate Had to be. well no but the there was i don't know about that person they could be just that that uh insanely egomaniacal. but there's all the people in the replies like you can't you cannot use the wrong pronouns on god self um and all and all the people God has like, pronouns. It's he, <laughs> capital H. Catholic. I know. Well, I'm I'm sorry. I can't help that. I was raised uh, Roman Catholic. Fucking sucks. A, you know, Boston area Irish. Had no choice. Um. Yeah. Uh. Well, before we proceed any any further, because I this is very important um, to me just to get out of the way at a time because um, obviously we're, we're doing this episode um, both as, you know, take a break from watching uh, these garbage, shitty, hollow movies. Um, also because things have been going on lately in our, both of our lives, just being very busy that have made uh, sitting down and watching like, Three fucking hours worth of IP shit difficult um, on top of just having to like do prep and research work ahead of it. So, uh, and also not going to lie, we're, we're doing this episode to kind of uh, tantalize potential people who would like to join our it's uh, very Patreon. To give us, it's it's Yeah, because it's a hot topic. Um, I mean, we've joked numerous times on the pod. Uh, that other than the Massachusetts Bay Transit Authority, Ezra Miller has been having the uh, weirdest, wildest 2022. Um, yeah, Ezra Miller's <laughs> uh, reign of chaos of the past year has kind of been one of the big, like, cele- ongoing celebrity dramas. But um, top of the hour, I really want to stress that our our purpose for this discussion, um, we're and I, I really want to hammer this home is like, I, I certainly do not want to feed into any of that stupid Look, discourse listen, over. Listen, like, we are here to bully queer people. That, that, that is absolutely not <laughs> what we are doing. Um, yeah. So then unfortunately we're having this, this is happening in a 
uh, current cultural situation, at least in the United States, where like, n- not that like transphobia and queerphobia weren't rampant, insane, like before, but, um, you know, especially with like the right wings, like new love affair with uh, treating like trans, like health uh, services as literal fucking child abuse. Um, egregious shit like that. Um, oh, they're really on and, and yeah, so like know. a lot of there's been a lot of bad faith argument of just like painting Ezra Miller as oh well look at this look at this queer person who's a groomer and an evil chaotic no, no, person. It's, it's got nothing to do. It's got with, nothing with, to with, do with, with that self identifying as non binary and everything to do with like probably seventy percent of all actors ever just having a cluster B personality disorder and being surrounded by sycophants, which is going to turn anyone into an insane person. Um, that and just the fact that like, we need to also, I also just want to recognize the fact that like Ezra Miller uh, did get a start in Hollywood when they were fairly young, um, like like 14, 15, 16, at least was when they started like appearing in like independent movies. Um, uh, they were involved in just show business. I think One a little second. bit younger than that. Um, I, Stu has I left spilled. the building. I will. Stu has spilled his water, but we're not cutting because I'm explaining and I'm talking. I have the mic right now. Um, yeah, just if you're a minor working in the film industry, chances are someone was a sex pass to you. Um, so uh, I know there was an occasion where Ezra Miller, uh, during an interview at like the height of Me Too, uh, uh, spoke about a producer director offering them uh, wine during an audition or something like that, being predatory basically. And I don't doubt that's even just like the tip of the iceberg. Um, like the big, my big thing when it comes to issues like this uh uh like a lot of this erratic behavior or you know alarming behavior uh, i think people would describe uh ezra's recent uh uh like i said reign of terror throughout the past year um reads very much as like some sort of trauma response you know other than like being a just you know a, a mental health crisis which Clearly, this is clearly an issue of mental health, look, but look, vi- um, violated, violated, violate. Oh my god! Come on, I'm trying to be serious. And no, no, we don't need to. We don't need Just, to. Well, like, okay, the people that are going to read this, hurt people is is what I'm trying to say. The people that are going to read this in that bad of faith are not people I'm like that interested in trying to appease because they can't be appeased. Like, <laughs> but like you know the the. We're 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 talking about this with the full acknowledgement that, like, in all likeliness, Ezra Miller has, you know, being a, a fairly young actor, like Ezra Miller is like my age, um, you know, in all likeliness, went through some bullshit as a child or under while well, they were underage or you know in their early Hollywood career, um, you know, just by virtue of being a young person in the film industry. Um, that just attracts sex pests like crazy. Um, yeah, so I, and, and 
you know, also being what I think is kind of like more interesting or more valuable as a conversation is the fact that not only is Ezra Miller like in the DC franchise, like locked into the DC franchise as a core like player, um, but is also on the payroll for WB for the fucking fantastic bitches and where to find them, whatever. So like fantastic breasts. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic breasts and where to find them. Hint, you can type boobs into Google image search. Oh, ooh. Oh, that's a good one. Um, so, like, it, Ezra Miller is in this, like, weird, like, position of being in, like, two of the biggest IPs that Warner Brothers has on their roster. Like, Two of the only things that are like making them money, but also making them lose money between just DC having a clusterfuck idea of like, you know, what they're doing with their cinematic universe. And then, you know, on the other end, we got fucking JK Rowling just, 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 you know, just going on the turf war path. Uh, Everyone's distancing themselves from her, which they should uh, fuck her. Um, so like, yeah, we, we had talked, like we had, we'd spoken briefly, like the night before, like how we wanted to approach this. Um, and yeah, we, we made, we noted that it's also just pertinent in terms of like examining, okay, how, um, actors who are like contracted and locked into these franchises, how, uh, how that business goes, because we're also, we're also talking about this like it's been like a month since they officially canceled that uh Batgirl movie for DC and I guess the new head of Warner Brothers is just trying to go full in on this Flash movie um to the to the point where like about a month ago Ezra Miller released like an official statement like hey uh yeah so I've been up uh, kind of sus lately uh I need help I'm seeking treatment uh you know notes app public you know agent release statement um but i'm sorry i didn't do anything wrong uh, i'm sorry for what i did i'm i'm learning i'm growing i'm doing a growth i understand the intersectional multiplicity of my offense i'm doing bodies and spaces Um, yeah i here's the thing that i'm kind of stumped on um, I, I we'll, we'll go through the the saucy details and such. But yeah, just, I why? Yeah, I we're gonna refer to articles mostly. Like uh, got like the vulture. Vulture has a great. Is, um, but is is uh, is Ezra table, Miller? But... Like, what is the math? Like, so so you get like a Me Too come across your desk. You're 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 Franklin G. Hollywood. You're huffing on your big stubby cigar. You're fat. You're balding. You're sitting behind the the largest desk on the planet, and it's covered in papers. And one comes across it, and it's like, how do you run the math? Like, like how do you do the math between uh, cover for them, cover it up, do do spin control versus like toss them under the bus as a as another kind of like sacrifice to to me too. Um, I I I think it's I think it's because they're really going at like putting all their chips on this flash movie um because first of all like ezra miller does have a pretty pertinent like 
fan base between, you know, being in the DC EU movies and being part of like the Harry Potter franchise. You know, two there, there, you there know, is huge like- those two like I cannot stress that how like important those two media properties are to like Warner Brothers right now. There, there is, I think, like roughly a million people fanatically dedicated to to that terrible Flash CW show too. But I don't know if they'll show up because it's not their Flash. Um, I, I actually, I think I saw. So I, I think that's what they're doing with this Flash movie. They're like oh, bringing it's all more the multiverse flashes. bullshit. So it's like, like literally, you, yeah, you, you can have uh. Middle-aged Fujoshi CW Flash, uh, DCU Flash for for guys yeah, with think- like really cool T-shirts. You have a black Flash and an Asian Flash and a gay Flash and a straight Flash. I, yeah, um, that's what I and Flash that Gordon and because the movie is being directed by um, Andy Muschietti, the the guy who directed both the It movies, uh, which made Warner Brothers. Which I, I so never much watched because they money. look to be like the most um, mediocre movies ever. The made. first ones, the first one's good. The first it's, one's it good. Like the any actual sucked. scares in that, like from like the clips and sequences, I kind of checked out of curiosity. It's like the actual attempts to be horror movies, and that seemed just like, like if you had like an iMovie algorithm that just makes a scary sequence in a movie for you. <laughs> yeah, that it, it it does suffer a bit from like that like studio mandated like jump scare, but um. Any, any. I don't think that TV movie is actually any good either. It's like it's, it's got Tim Curry, and that's about it. Oh, it's just it's complete nostalgia for and that. The cowards omitted um, the child gangbang. We we don't we don't we don't we need to talk about uh, Ezra Miller. We don't need to talk about the child gangbang in it. Look, it's all connected holistically speaking. It's all yeah. Um, God, so where do we? Where do we start? Um, well, I think we should be begin at the beginning. Yeah. Well, I I kind of want to start at because uh, it's not really like the only thing that had happened like pre twenty twenty in terms of like or or pre pre like twenty eighteen that are like pertinent to are like what the fuck is going on with Ezra Miller is uh, uh, Ezra was. Uh, Charged with like possession of marijuana in 2011. Oh, whatever. She's like, who fucking cares? What literally? What the fuck ever? That's a non-issue. Who fucking cares? Um, and apparently there was an incident at like uh, San Diego Comic Con in 2017. Uh, they were just doing doing the rounds for like you know DC uh, for like the Justice League movie um, or whatever, and like some 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 guy was interviewing him um, and Ezra Miller just like kissed him under the pretense of having this guy smell his breath to check that if he was drunk. Here, here, sit. Are you drunk, Barry Allen? It would slow me down substantially, my friend. Let me smell your breath. Oh my God. I don't smell. And it didn't, so like some people have been like, oh, well he kissed him without his consent, but it doesn't, uh, the the video just seems kind of like dorky. I got a sense from reading through these articles, and I mean, some of it might be kind of muddled in my brain now, just because there's eighty other things going on in my life. And uh, but I got the sense that they've been kind of just in, in in a more general, just like a precious, kind of self consciously 
quirky movie star ego trip bullshit has been going on for like a pretty good long while. Yeah. Uh, just, just, uh, just to, like showing up with a, uh, with your with your posse, but instead of being like epic guys like in Entourage or something, just just like being like millennials. Yeah, like like it's a millennials in a Vine or a YouTube or something. Yeah. I think was it Ezra Miller that kind of coined the term polycule? Maybe or or, or at least part well, of the that reason case, it got in that case they've got bigger crimes to answer for then. Huh? I got I got okay, but no the the other thing I not because this was an issue, but I just I just keep like visiting this video because it is so fucking funny to me. Uh, it's uh, I'm gonna read it from so I'm I'm referring to this. Uh, Article from Vulture, The Complete History of Ezra Miller's Controversial Career by Zoe Zoe Guy. But uh, uh, there's a, in like 2018, at like an EW party, Ezra Miller had, had like a couple of buddies and they were dressed as Toad from Mario. And this, you know, small time, like, you know, who cares, like internet interviewer, like pulled him off on like the red carpet, be like, "Oh hi!" Which, and the <laughs> all of their responses are just gibberish, like talking in toad voice. It's 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 like those three or four really really fucking annoying kids, uh, in your art class or your drama class, maybe in high school. <laughs> Yay! Beautiful. It was like magic. Oh huh? no! Not magic. <laughs> I think you need a cocktail. Huh? Uh, 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 yeah. Ah. <laughs> I think I need a cocktail. <laughs> like this is behavior you're supposed to like me. get over it's by the time you're like sixteen. <laughs> uh, like it's okay. That's but that that also like, is very like, much like. like like it's it's t- like the it, penguin of doom kind of shit. Yeah, but it's also like I don't act all that different when I'm like drunk at a anime convention. Like it is also giving me like drunk at an anime convention energy. Um I I don't know. I just think I just think it's funny because this this like interviewer is just like what the fuck is happening? And, like they they clearly don't care. They're probably not even drunk or like high. They're just like like the girl that's that's with them, uh, like she's just clearly not wearing a bra. Uh, guy, guys with them, he's like wearing a choker or some shit. Like for for all we know, like Ezra's leading him on a, like a leash. Oh no, it's a oh. bow tie. Um, but just where's the leash? Every <laughs> it's 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 it would be so much funnier if it was a leash. Uh, Ezra Miller does kind of give me the vibe of someone who would like take someone out I, on oh, well i mean that's like that's the power trip thing right that's just the the i can i can that's say or do trip. whatever ridiculous thing and and people will do it because i don't know i'm famous and maybe have some kind of weird charisma on top of it maybe um maybe uh i, I don't know like what do, what do you suppose kind of like weird awful group sex these people have like you know it smell crazy in there oh i don't want to you know, I, I mean, you know, it smells crazy in there. Um, I, I, well, I know I, I can't say what it smells like, but uh, apparently, uh, Ezra Miller won't take uh their uh 
flash insignia ring off. Uh, which that is, is so weird to like <laughs> get like that invested in your fucking cornball comic book character. Yeah, your brand. Like, like that's not that's not even like committing to which, like a dramatic role. Like, like I don't even like I haven't seen we haven't watched Justice League yet, but they're barely in Batman v Superman. Uh, oh, it's it's just that like literal. You know, like, yeah, Lois like a is the CGI key head pops out, and like a lot of people didn't even realize a that CGI was a head pops when it was out of glowy bullshit and says something cryptic and disappears. Uh, I guess yeah. that's enough to launch a career, uh, not launch a career, I guess, but like make you yeah, a, a, a tentpole. I mean, it was Zack Snyder is presumably the one that you know finalized, like, all right, this is our flash because it would have been, you know, a, well, I don't know how much say. When it, when it comes, especially when it comes to Warner Brothers, how much say their directors actually have over decisions uh, pertaining to their movies is completely up for debate. Um, but presumably, like it was, you know, Zack Snyder who looked at was given the choices, like who would you like to be Flash or who do you have in mind? Like, I want the kid who played the horrifying uh, mass. Shooter, mass, mass, airbow, mass bower. Uh, why is why 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 did mass bower? Why and the we fuck need to talk about Kevin. I, I feel like that's kind of a bitch move on that movie's part. It does does a mass shooting with well, a for, bow. well. First of all, it's it's well. First of all, it's it's based on a book, and that's how it happened in the book. Okay, it's a bitch move on the author's part. That I I think it's actually okay. We're not. We we're need not we need to talk to, about. Uh, we need to talk. I'm about gonna Kevin. say I think it's 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 very it's creepier that way at least like how it's presented and i think like you know what we how many fucking movies do we have about school shootings Actually, with guns how many do we have you know what's elephant zero day uh i've never seen any of those exactly okay um so let's let's kind of get into See, I, guess, I guess when i was when i was in high school i always kind of thought <laughs> Oh, Miguel, we're gonna have to bleep that. <laughs> that was a long time ago. You're, I, you're just, you got lost in the sauce right there. I wasn't gonna. I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't gonna. Oh no! I would just. No, I, I wouldn't miss them. And you know what? They were. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't doubt you, but you can't say that. <laughs> um. So I feel like I, I feel like I like I haven't had anything to drink today or anything. I feel like just something about. Yeah, I, I was about to say I was like your your anxiety over like being canceled for talking about this has like flipped some kind of switch in my brain and it released some sort of intoxicating chemical to make me go the other I've, direction. I've, I'm just trying to be really <laughs> careful um, because and, and this, I, I is, this that, isn't that's, like it is that's just made me want to be. That's just made me want to be a bull in a china shop. You're fucking antagonistic. <laughs> um, so I, I guess like the first thing worth talking about in terms of like weird Ezra Miller incidents uh, was back in 2020. Uh, it was this like viral quick like this clip that went viral where uh, Ezra appeared to be choking and pushing a young woman down to the ground in a Icelandic bar um uh and apparently what had like the context was 
it, it's it, I don't know whether it was like they were young fans like the Ezra Miller's press team tried to spin it as they were like over aggressive fans and Ezra was just like I, I've had enough uh, had like a little Bjork moment uh, love that for her um, but I, I what I gathered was that these like teenage young women went up to Ezra Miller like being fans and I guess Ezra was wearing flip-flops which is you know crime in and of itself and I guess they noticed that like Ezra Miller's feet were looking uh busted up and like made a comment like oh you look like you get into some fights or like what's wrong with your feet bro uh I guess Ezra said like oh I got them in a fight or which I'm presuming was probably maybe referring to like you know, filming something. I don't know. But then the other, like the girl was like, Oh, I could beat you in a fight or some shit. Uh, and that's kind of what led up to the incident. Uh, learn it. Did you want to fight? Is that the deal? Whoa, bro, bro, bro. bro, bro. Yeah. The, uh, guess it. Yeah. So that went around like Twitter on like April 6, 2020. Uh, it was, yeah, so they tried to spin that as, like, a pushy fan, but it, it was, like, an actual altercation. The restaurant, uh, slash bar did have Ezra Miller, like, kicked off the premises, uh, for it, and there was, like, a police investigation into it, but, um, that was really, like, well, if, up if until you're non- this January. If you're non-binary, you can hit a woman. Miguel, you're gonna be using the the that sound effect a lot this episode. <laughs> um, but that's yeah, that's that was like really the only thing up until January of of this year. That's when things started to go. Uh, Hi, um, this is Ezra Miller, uh, aka the Bengal Ghouls, the Mad Goose Wizard. And um, this is a message for the Beulahville chapter of the North Carolina Ku Klux Klan. Hello, first of all, how are y'all doing? Um, It's me. Um, Look, if y'all want to die, I suggest just killing yourselves with your own guns. Okay? Um, Otherwise... Keep doing exactly what you're doing right now, and you know what I'm talking about. And then, you know, um, we'll do it for you if that's really what you want. Okay, talk to you soon, okay? Bye! It's unclear if Miller is responding to a specific incident. Uh, First of all, you know what? I I support that message. Well, okay, I mean, mean, yeah, I mean, if you're in the Ku Klux Klan, kill yourself, but that's just that kind of, like, really asinine tough talk that makes me think of um like the most annoying like at liberal anarchists on twitter like again it's oh, like yeah, it was yeah it's like like just just like being so epic and so self-involved like again it's making and that's what a lot of like the most annoying kind of people that say stuff like that and and do all that posturing is is it's like they're the they've got like a messiah complex or they see themselves as like a superhero in the Which world. we'll talk about because um, there is... <laughs> yeah, like, oh yeah, I am 
you know, I, I, I am the real superhero out here fighting the bad guys. And, and It's Chris Chan brain. Well, no, I was going to say uh, that actually that reminds me of Peter Solar, if anybody remembers uh, that individual. That wait, that rings a bell. Had, had like is the, that the that's not the, the temple temple I, uh, OS. No, no, no temple not, OS was was uh, was uh, that's right. I tip my tongue. No, Peter Solar was the 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 quote unquote like anarchist who who was very belligerent and like was was affiliated with like that guy who was affiliated with Shia LaBeouf. Okay, and wrote those another, like another, those long call out manifestos. About how like oh wait oh wait I know who people now on, I know who you're talking on about were, oh that uh, oh that guy is so annoying well that guy is so annoying the, the crazy person I used to podcast with had him on for an episode uh, oh which was God, uh, what our, happened he he hung out in our Discord and would never leave uh, and I don't know that was uh, oh just just like uh, but that but uh, like very insert, much just yeah. just like. Like their actual worldview would, was totally incoherent and it would bounce all over the place, but was everything was very self-aggrandizing, you know? Um, yeah. And just just like a constant, just constantly all the time, just this like manic, energetic bullshitting and posturing, and everybody at any given moment, somebody somewhere is always a traitor. Like very, like again, like very just like fucking red and brown shit. alliance paranoia. But I mean, that's just a manifestation of it, right? There's yeah. always a target, and there's always somebody from your in-group has betrayed you. You're always cast out from some group and looking for another. But, but you know, usually because you're just like impossible to deal with or be around, like like people like that. Like the only people they gather around them are total sycophants because that's the only people they can tolerate. The only people that can tolerate them uh, is 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 just complete ass kissers. And when you've got looks and money and, and fame and so on and again maybe some sort of that weird cult leader charisma some people have like you can accumulate those other very damaged people around you and it just creates the most insane like feedback loop of just every delusional crazy thought you have gets shot out there and and amplified and sent back to you by the people that surround you and so it just makes yeah. you more insane um and that's I mean, like, again, we're trying to pierce the veil through these uh, reporting pieces and bits of social media and stuff. But I, I get the sense that's what's kind of happening here. Yeah. Um. So going to the, the first sort of major incident of this year in a string of major weird behavioral incidents, uh, March 27th uh, this year. Uh, Miller is arrested in Hawaii and charged with disorderly conduct and harassment following a physical confrontation with patrons at a karaoke bar. In a public statement from the Hawaii Police Department, uh, police alleged that Miller became agitated while patrons began singing a karaoke rendition of Shallow from A Star Is Born. Miguel, give us...
Thank you. Uh, they began yelling, quote unquote, obscenities at the patrons and grabbed a microphone from a woman singing karaoke and later lunged at a man playing darts. <laughs> Uh, according to the police, the bar owner asked Miller to calm down several times to no avail. Uh, Miller paid $500 in bail uh, by a couple who lived at a hostel where they were staying uh, at the time. More on that in a bit. Um, and there was a, a video that circulated uh, about uh, uh, showing the confrontation with the police uh, a couple weeks uh, earlier as well. Um, and this is, uh, so I'm also going to be referring to, uh, this pretty recently published Vanity Fair article by Julie Miller, uh, published, uh, just September 18th, uh, Ezra Miller's Messiah Delusions Inside the Flash's Dark Spiral. Um, the article starts out with detailing this incident, giving us even more weird details. Um, so one of the things... Uh, uh, Miller notes is that um, Ezra claimed to have been accosted by a Nazi and to have evidence during this incident. Um, in fact, one of the first things you hear the actor say in the three-minute police body cam video that circulated after the arrest is something the officer had likely never heard from a disorderly dive bar patron before. Quote, I film myself when I get assaulted for NFT crypto art. What? This yeah, this stuff is so hard to actually like uh, go through logically because it's just such a jumbled mess of insane shit. Um, it's it oh, it gets gets better. Uh, two days later, March 29th, twenty twenty-two, the couple, uh, the aforementioned couple that was living in that hostel with Ezra, uh, file a restraining order against the actor. And uh, the couple asked the court to order Miller to not contact them in any form and to stay away from their home and places of work. Uh, following the incident at the karaoke bar, the couple claimed that Miller returned home and threatened them, saying, I will bury you and your slut wife. Uh, the petition alleged that Miller stole the wife's passport and the husband's wallet. Uh, uh, it's unclear whether those items were ever returned. Uh the judge did grant them a restraining order um, the following day, but that it was eventually dropped uh, by mid-April. Uh, yeah, so there's this is this is the 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 beginning arc of uh, Ezra Miller's uh, weird Hawaii trip. It's, it's really like I don't know. I'm starting to get like a vibe, like. We're 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 gonna have like a Charles Manson again, but they're gonna be like already a celebrity before doing the Manson shit. Like, like it's like I feel like we're gonna get another one of those sooner or later. The way like so many of these celebrity figures are are becoming not just joining cults but becoming the cult. Like Jared Leto's kind of doing the same shit. Oh, it's, oh, it's not. Yeah. It's 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 not as well documented in the press uh which but I, like you know what i would say jared leto was a greater threat to society than ezra miller well we'll see as we see jared leto's a lot older so it's like and it also has know, definitely like give, give ezra another couple decades done uh, shit with underage fans um, oh yeah oh yeah for sure 
ab- absolutely. Uh, so referring back to the Vanity Fair article, just another another funny detail. Uh, this this uh, attributes to uh, uh, that uh, uh, body cam footage um, from uh, after the uh, karaoke bar incident, which again, like the idea that Ezra Miller like lost their shit over someone shittily like singing shallow part of me i can kind of sympathize with it like if i'm sorry if you're if you can't hit a note don't sing shallow but it but also like like just getting like that is kind of like to to ezra's credit as being a queer person you, only you do a not queer gotta, person. You, only a queer person would lose their shit over like shallow. You do not gotta hand it to them. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's it's such like it is such a thing. Like only like a gay guy would like care about. Is like you, I know, you better sing Lady Gaga like you yeah. mean it. Well, you know, I, I, I watched A Star Is Born, but I kind of turned it off halfway through, and I realized it wasn't a science fiction movie. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like 2010, the year we make contact. Have you seen 2010? You're, you're losing me. You're, you're losing me. Come have you on. seen 2010? Pick it up. Have you seen 2010? No. Okay, a star is literally born in that movie. Jupiter. Jupiter becomes a star. Like a. <gasps> okay. Well, um, all, all these worlds are yours except Europa. Attempt no landing there. Use them together. Use them in peace. That last bit, that more sentimental bit, was added in the movie that wasn't in the book. Uh, twenty ten, uh, a movie we will not be doing on this podcast. Well, 20, 2010, 2010 wasn't the year we made Contact. Contact came out in like nineteen ninety six. Okay, no, we can't talk about Contact. That's the <laughs> that's uh that's like Trixie Mattel and Katya's grift. They they have they they got really? Contact on lockdown. The two. <laughs> This is this is also like a very fun part of like doing this podcast with you is like just bridging the divide between like girl culture and guy culture where I'm just like oh yeah like you know Trixie and Katya like you know every every other girl will be like oh yeah drag queens and you're like who yeah I don't uh, know who that is okay uh any anyways so let's what is our the Next major incident, uh, uh, three weeks after the March arrest in April, on April 19th of this year, uh, Ezra was taken into custody in Hawaii uh, for allegedly throwing a chair at a woman at a private party, uh, leaving her with like half an inch cut on her forehead. In a public statement from Hawaii police, authorities say that Miller was arrested around 1.30 in the morning during a traffic stop and released from custody at around 4 o'clock in the morning, pender further investigations. What if this um, all turns out to be like when Joaquin Phoenix did, did all that oh, shit? Oh, like I'm not and, there? Yeah. You know what? That's... I th- I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to say I haven't I, I don't, about I, that as a I possibility. I don't think so, because like the stuff with we'll get to with with uh, Dakota Iron Eyes and her parents there that uh I feel like not that many people wouldn't be that in on it uh but like I don't know the, the possibility has occurred to me yeah i mean it like celebrities are just weirdos to it's begin not with my, it's not my it's not my primary operating assumption but the possibility um, has occurred to me uh another 
thing worth um mentioning because there's there's just like so many weird details about just what is going on here uh the vanity fair article mentions that uh while miller uh, ezra was uh you know terrorizing hawaii uh they had brought with them a medicine man or a self-described medicine man uh could just be a euphemism for a drug dealer which i don't doubt it is Uh, i think yeah they uh yeah we'll 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 talk more about like ezra's like fascination involvement with like indigenous communities oh he's he's totally on some like avatar uh, oh, he wants fucking, uh, Ezra Frank wants Herbert to go to bullshit. Yeah, like wants to be an Abby. Like you, you really got to keep your like keep your eye on like white people that get like way too into indigenous people, kind of that way. Because it's it's always it's it's not always not always, but it's often some kind of weird fantasy projection, prelapsarian like noble savage shit, like. Uh, like you know, that one of those like TV like like trope terms that gets like really sorely abused. But uh, you know, someone who in their own mind is the white savior. Uh, I, I always find those people. Oh yeah, absolutely. Having lived not not claiming any expertise, but just having like lived in rural Canada and like had the acquaintance of like actual indigenous people, they're they're just people, you know. <laughs> They like yeah. They're not magic. They, they're they not like, like sports and beer and trucks or video games or Fifty Cent or whatever, right? Like they're they're just they're, people. they're playing Fifty Cent blood on the sand, people. Game over, pussy. Oh, totally. Oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Um, I, I mean that's like rural specifically. To, like that's the thing. I'm like. Most of the native people I knew had more in common with like the white rednecks I knew than anybody else. Um, like the kids that were my age were like a mix of like really into like uh, hip hop, like a mix of like really into hip hop and really into redneck shit. That was kind of the deal. <laughs> and then like, uh, yeah, you know, once in a while, and then like once in a while they they do a a, a potluck or or a, or, or uh, uh, some uh, like a like a like a traditional cultural thing. What I was really wondering is if you had some good Indian stuff for the ceremony around the campfire. Hmm, our rituals are considered sacred and are passed down only in the nation. Oh well, that don't bother us. Hell no, we'll take a sacred one. But the same way most people would engage with like their Catholicism or something, or it's like it's something you do on a holiday and then mostly don't think about. There's all kinds of people in the world, but that was like. You know, the just so when people come along with like, oh, I'm gonna take up the cause of the indigenous peoples and their noble spirit, it's like they're I mean, like, you know, colonialism and racism are fucking really bad, it's ongoing, obviously, you know, stands to reason. But they're just dudes at the end yeah. of the day. Uh, you're fetishizing just completely people yeah. trying to live their life and, and it survive. Me, and I mean you can always find like some people that are like who are indigenous that are like that into their identity and culture or, or, or what have you have really intellectualized or academicized it and so on. But most of them are just people. And uh, it's, yeah, I don't know the, the kind of, the, 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 it drives me insane sometimes when I see like very 
whether it's like 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 this more kind of egomaniacal i guess looking for a thing to be a superhero about or if it's more like well-intentioned but just like a little naive or misguided or, or oversimplified it just does drive me a little insane to see it yeah um so since since we're already talking about that aspect let's just dive into the uh probably probably the the biggest thing or like the most ongoing sort of controversy with Ezra Miller is these grooming allegations. Um, uh, so we're referring to Ezra's relationship well, with uh, tend to be Takata. very well groomed. You like like very coiffed. We hair. do, we do. You know, I I we I talked about how I, I love going to Lush uh, just before we started recording, um, and and most of the Lush clientele is just like. You know, girls I went to college with, with nose rings and uh, gay guys. Uh, but yeah, so the uh, uh, relationship between Ezra Miller and Takata Iron Eyes, um, uh, I'm just referring back to the Vanity Fair article, uh, Miller is said to have woven young Takata Iron Eyes into their narrative, claiming that the pair were fated to be together. Um, a rep maintained that their relationship is platonic but uh well i mean the, the they... original platonic the original conception of platonic love was really about like oh lusting do... no i'm not kidding uh the oh, original you... oh i thought you were conception... going to talk about greek greek pedestry pet, pet, well, I, I am but it's not a joke like that, oh, okay platonic love was originally about like what like lusting after like 12 13 year old boys but not fucking them, but definitely being horny for them. That 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 death in Venice. It, it, it was bent. about the like older guy, young boy, like not giving in to your your desire to 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 slam your, <laughs> but definitely uh, wanting to. That's what platonic and, and then being like a I mentor. Know, I know. That's what plat platonic love was the original grooming. Uh. <laughs> Socrates was a groomer. Or who was it? It was, so, it was Plato. Aristotle. That's Plato. Plato. <laughs> literally, Plato. okay. Socrates okay, literally, I just want to say, I just want to say, I've said this to you before. I've said to you before, like, you're smarter than me. And you're like, no, you're, no, no, I'm not. The, prime example. Prime example. <laughs> you're like, why do you think it's called platonic love? And I'm like, here with like, I'm like, What? Okay. Um, yeah, I guess Ezra's claiming that Takata is an apocalyptic Native American spider goddess and that their union is supposed to bring about the apocalypse. It's time to pray. Apparently is what one person uh, Vanity Fair contacted uh, referred to. Um, uh, uh so and gonna jump back to the culture. the eschaton by abusing children. This just sounds like pedophilia to me, bro. Right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, June, early June of this year, which is like, God, it was like three months ago. Um. So the parents of Takata, who um goes by Gibson, um, but Takata is like her her you know given name, um, uh. Gibson also, Gibson Takata also identifies as non-binary, uses like she, they pronouns. Um, so the parent, her parents uh, accused Ezra of grooming 
their child um, in a court document uh, obtained from the Standing Rock uh, Tribal Court. Gibson's parents, attorney and activist Chase Iron Eyes, and a pediatrician, Sarah Jumping Eagle, uh, sought intervention from the court, alleging that Miller had been involved with their child since they were 12. A judge signed the request for a protective order, which says Miller cannot contact the child, Sarah or Chase, or be within 100 yards of their residence. Um, a little background here. Uh, Gibson and Miller had met while they were both protesting for the Land Rock, uh, Land Back Reclamation Movement, uh, for the, the Standing Rock protest back in 2016. Those, you know, protests, everyone, uh, you know, over the, that pipeline that, you know, Obama yeah, did yeah, fucking nothing about. Everybody cared or pretended to care about until they got distracted by something else. Yeah. Um, Miller allegedly flew uh, Gibson to London in 2017 to visit the set of Fantastic Beasts uh, while they were filming. Um, Gibson was 14 at the time and Ezra was 25. Uh, their parents allege Miller tried to sleep in the same bed as Gibson and provided Gibson with alcohol, marijuana, and LSD. Their parents go on to accuse the actor of influencing Gibson in their decision to drop out of private school in Massachusetts. Uh, apparently, Miller uh, Ezra either offered to pay uh, for Takata's tuition uh, for this private school or was paying tuition for this private school. Um, not quite sure. Like a lot of uh, like a lot of the details of any sort of like that's, big celebrity uh, that's thing. The, it's, that it's is vague. the exact same shit Michael Jackson did. If you believe that documentary. See, uh, yeah. Um, uh, so they add, the parents added that uh, when they flew to Vermont in January to check on Gibson, uh, she had bruises all over her body and was not in possession of her own driver's license, car keys, or bank card. Um, and, but ever since then, as far as we're aware, as, uh, at the time of this recording, I guess Gibson is still with Ezra Miller. So they're basically kind of on the run together. Uh, they're like, the police have been trying to, uh, uh, issue to serve Ezra Miller these documents. And they're just like, where the fuck in the world is Ezra Miller? We can't find too, the flash going too fast. We can't, we can't bring him these papers. Um, uh, Takata has been on social media saying that like, uh, they're, it's their parents who are, um, blowing this way out of proportion and are really the abusive, uh, people it's, it's in one this, of those, yeah. uh, scenario. Oh, they're transphobes and being Nazis and, and all that. And here's like, in a, in, in a vacuum, I can see how, you know, intolerant in, in parents or bigoted parents could could, lever, could could throw around grooming accusations at at some at a, at a, a having a queer kid in a queer relationship or whatever in a vacuum. But you you, you stack everything else on top, right? The the, the private school thing, especially the celebrity the age difference, the all the other shit Ezra Miller does, right? Like that it like I don't know, I'm not. Terribly, I mean, pe people are fucking. I mean, especially when you 
spend a lot of time, especially when you isolate them from other people and give them a lot of drugs, you can, you know, you can really fucking tilt people's sense of reality to match what you want it to be as the, the more powerful entity in the operation. You know, you can really infect people with your crazy if you isolate them from everything else. Because, I mean, our reality yeah. is kind of socially constructed. If you're isolated from other people except, like, a fucking nut bar and their little sycophantic cult, and that's your only kind of day-to-day interaction with the world, like, even if you're going in totally sane and clear-eyed, it will reshape your reality. Same with, like, I guess I get people that go in, like, insane online is... They got on like a Discord server or something, and those are the only people they interact with like all day in a meaningful way. So yeah. their reality they becomes um uh interpolated, right? Yeah. Um and I just because I mentioned uh this Vermont property, um so <laughs> it's you know, let's call it what just, it is. That's a compound. We gotta talk a little we Ezra has a compound, people. It's a compound. Ezra has their own, like, it's, it's like, co- it's like, you know, commune little St. James. Uh, Which a lot of them are. Allegedly. Like, let's be allegedly honest. Kidding. A lot of them are. J- just kidding. Allegedly. Um, so. The other possible episode title, allegedly. Allegedly. Um, so, go, uh, again, jump back to this Vanity Fair article. Uh, since 2017, Miller has lived on a farm in Vermont, which they christened the mountain. The property, which is surrounded by dense woods, used to be an alpaca and llama farm oh, and features, uh, I don't care. Uh, uh, the house was kind of a mess, but the friends crashing didn't care. They shot arrows and went for hikes. Miller smoked marijuana and performed chaos magic <laughs> and played oh, Call is. of Duty into the early morning. Before the troubles in Iceland, the actor would, could be kind and generous. They'd share weed, occasionally cash, and even plane tickets with buddies in need. But staying at Miller's meant abiding by the actor's rules and tolerating the lawn bongalongs. Mil- uh, uh, the house in Vermont contains an altar to the home, uh, an altar, altar that's home to bullets, weed, sage, and flash figurines, according to two people who visited this year. A lot of times he makes the women put their cell phones on the altar when they come in and out and out their offerings, says a longtime friend. Ezra freaked out recently, demanding that Susan Sarandon, our uh, uh, big tittied uh, queen, Susan Sarandon, love her. We love Susan uh, Sarandon. Oh, we are a pro Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon, Sarandon has Sarandon done nothing. Come right. on the pod. Come on the pod with your be too big juicy titties. Uh, uh, Ezra freaked out recently demanding that Susan Sarandon come pay tribute to his altar because she didn't invite Ezra to a dinner party. Uh, (laughs) Sarandon and Miller are quote unquote dear friends says uh, Miller's rep. Uh, She adds that Miller would probably call this anecdote total bullshit if asked. Sarandon did not respond to a request for comment. Which like, why would you, why would you want to get Here's the detail. The detail I want to narrow in on though is like these an altar with flash figurines. It's well, that's, and this that's is the thing about all this stuff, and a lot. Honestly, a lot of this kind of thing in general, when you really look at it, is 
for for all the like actual people getting harmed and 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 generally fucked up shit happening it's also like deeply petty and juvenile and embarrassing every single time because that's what happens when you suck up into your own head like that like you, you know you, you you have zero goddamn adult maturity if you do any of this shit. yeah uh, and i mean i think that's what happens when you're young and you got fame and money and you're mentally Ill- ill-equipped or incapable of keeping your head on your shoulders is you just never leave adolescence you, you just kind of like double down on being mo- emotionally and mentally a child forever um because because there's nothing to stand no there's no one there to tell you no ever um yeah so and i also guess that uh takata was yeah with with miller while uh they were in hawaii um like they they've parent like they uh vanity fair describes that these two were basically just like backpacking like wherever they're like you know sleeping in like tents on top of volcanoes um shit like that like you know some real some real like you know granola and that shit that probably it sounds makes, like and that's probably why she's so a big part of what keeps her like committed to this what is probably like deeply fucked up exploitative relationship is it's an adventure it's every day you're you're on the run from your parents you're on the run from the law you're camping on a volcano it's like damn my life a movie and that's like damn my life a movie that's got to be like insanely seductive to like especially like a young a particularly young person right well Um, i mean the flash figurines are making me like because there is another funny detail uh that this (laughs) The another funny detail that this Vanity Fair article uh, points out is that uh, 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 Ezra Miller has a like a, a ring, a, a ring flash ring with the flash insignia on it. Uh, uh, while they were being uh, accosted by the police uh, during that like uh, one of those early Hawaii. Uh, incidents. Uh, <laughs> Ezra Ezra was uh, very mad that uh, uh, they asked for uh, their his the flash ring and said uh, flash ring means a lot to me. The actor says quietly, "It's very valuable." And uh, it's probably just like plastic, like jewelry, right? Like it's like something. I I haven't store. seen a picture of it. It's it's probably like it's. Probably like a prop or something, or just like. Which is funny because the Green Lantern's the one that's like a ring guy. That's like the ring. But it's is a it's big it's. Deal. But it's it's like giving like Sonichu medallion vibes. It, it is, yeah. No, you're. I mean, I I I, I veered into Chris some Chan other Rain. comparisons, but this is like, this is like what if if, if Chris Chan had like money and fame and was physically attractive and had like even the vaguest approximation of charisma or working intelligence this is like probably not so different from what you'd get like yeah i mean i i i feel like chris chan brain is going to become a very uh frequently used like term or neologism we use well here's here's because you mentioned like i guess they don't go into specifics but like uh, in addition with the messianic delusions the the i'm the fucking quizak hatterack shit is a, a whole 
like believing in an actual multiverse thing. Yeah, which like like somewhere the Flash in another dimension, the, the Flash, Flash is, is real, real and is a, like a soul and he's mirror my friend. of myself, or or is like an extension of me or a reflection of me. That is, um, speaking of uh, episodes of, of 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 my old podcast, that is the story probably best known as Final Fantasy Seven House, the Final Fantasy Seven House, which Chris Chan. Can you? Can you give a give a brief explainer on the Final Fantasy? Yes, and house? Miguel Miguel will know exactly what I'm talking about. So, all right, folks, if you don't know, uh, Final Fantasy VII House rewind to around the turn of the last century, twenty uh, odd years. Um, and I haven't I haven't done like I haven't brushed up on the details, so I'll give you kind of like a very very general synopsis. Um, uh, an individual with a, a troubled home life, someone I think, yeah, it turned out. To be trans, which which I, I just mentioned to kind of give context to how you end up in a situation like this, you know, because you kind of just need support wherever you can find it and so on. Um, ends up meeting some people at a con who are like really into cosplay and are really, really into Final Fantasy VII, among other things, you know, anime and, and JRPGs of that era, 90, late 90s, turn of the millennium, and ends up living with this, uh, this uh a more or less uh lesbian couple who are are deeply troubled and uh kind of mutually abusive uh although one is kind of like just the worst one and and some kind of orbiters that sort of come and go and and they all engage to varying degrees but like the 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 one individual at the very center of this most strongly the the kind of leader of this proto cult this idea that like they, they are, I think there's a term for it now because because it's this this Kidding? kind of yeah, which was not a term at the term at the time. It's like oh, you know, all these final you know, it, there's a parallel universe, not just that's alternate potentialities of our real world, but there's a parallel like anything you can think of or imagine or conceptualize is channeling into or spawning into an, an existence a reality where it is an actual reality unto itself. And you can have these spiritual soul bonds with fictional characters. You are them, and they are you, and you are linked through uh, across this dimensional link to a character that's in a video game that was like written by like a Japanese guy who worked eighty hours a week. Um, yeah, and 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 a bunch of characters, right? And they they really sincerely believe this, and it was just this kind of nightmare situation of like just this one central individual doing like weird torture rituals to people like putting them in like ice water baths and stuff to try and bring forth their connections to these other characters but at the same time making everybody else pay the bills and do the housework and everything like just just like i said like a, a proto cult um you you can if you just google final fantasy 7 house you will you'll find videos and and summaries yeah, in the original a, the original website down, where, where people's stories were video written. about it yeah as well I would say, like, you, you can just go to the original website, too. It will, it'll take you about as long to read it as, as watching a lot of those videos and stuff. But um, it, it, that that basic idea that, like, all, this, all the movies you love actually exist in a parallel universe that is a, a existing universe unto itself and can be interact with ours, right? Like, that, I mean, like, I've, I've seen fiction that sort of touches on that. Like, oh, Wishbone goes into the book. And becomes one of the characters. You remember Wishbone? 
Yeah. Or more I little that, kids. I love that little guy. Or um, yeah. uh, the never ending story. Yeah. You know, a sekai kind of stuff, right? Uh, oh yeah, so, like, like that. Those were made most like the majority of my like imaginary like child like scenarios when I was like a kid playing in my backyard were like some iteration of like me interacting with like you know all my favorite characters. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very. It's a juvenile. It's a stunted like juvenile mindset. Oh, totally. Yeah, uh, but there's some people that I guess are so, you know, they don't grow up mentally it. ill. And so, like, their their filter for reality is so busted. And they're so emotionally connected to these whatever fictions they escape into for whatever set of reasons that they convince themselves of, like, they, they turn this into a cosmology that they really sincerely believe in. And as the internet coalesces and comes into being, scattered individuals that have kind of taken the ball and run with it on these fictional... Uh, contrivances ha- interact with each other and can again create that environment where you can reinforce each other's delusions um, until you've got kinning and, and stuff like that, right? Um, <laughs> the story of Tumblr.com. Yeah. Um, basically. But, so it's, it's, yeah. it's like Chris Chan is another huge example of that. It's something they probably always like if you look at like the early chris laurie the the making billy the 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 making billy mays the mayor of quickville which is something chris like was really upset about initially because in chris's mind god-given vagina yeah well that's that's later but in chris's mind that's my favorite oh that's oh good lord i love that that's i oh that i like that's gonna be one of the septic wound on my taint um (laughs) um Yeah, but but like just that limitless capacity yeah. to make yourself believe whatever you want to believe, like regardless of the external world, like just kind of pure solipsism, right? The the world is what I make it, and I live entirely in my delusion. Um, and and that like that that basic cosmology that that all all, all the fiction I love is real, and I can really meet those characters and, and escape disc? into it. So I've been using them as coasters. Did you just pick up a floppy? I've, oh. I've been using them as coasters. I found them in a, <laughs> a store. Sue so, so just picked up a floppy disk, and I was like, huh. Some steeples um, are all bright primary colors. Um, no, that's smart. So, uh, uh, so yeah, I want to put some yeah. lacquer on them, fluff on one side or something. But uh, so, like, this cosmology is like, as more and more people, I think, get online and and grow up in, a, in like a, a media saturated environment, and as corporations embrace the multiverse concept as, like I said earlier, a way to have like eight different versions of the Flash for every demographic and have them all meet, um, it, it just to just take all your IP and and recombine it in limitless variations without having to develop anything new. Uh, like I, I I think that this is going to become more and more like a a. Uh, 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 a cosmology or ideology that that gets built into new new age cults yeah. and things like. I, I wouldn't I mean, be surprised if that's the trajectory. Honestly, not not to be super doom and gloom because because this is going to be a insane crank belief for people that if you went back fifty years just would have had other different insane crank beliefs. But I think this is going to be a new dominant one because absent anything else to get invested in. Absent a world of class consciousness or or meaningful political movements, but and also one where like p- 
post the atomic bomb, it's kind of hard to have like conventional religious beliefs. Like even the people I know that are like converting Catholicism or whatever, there's a kind of postmodern self-awareness to the way they engage with it. That is different from like the the sincere, like sincere, unself-reflective faith that would have constituted most people's probably engagement with religion like 500 years ago. Um, Absolutely. So I think like you've got the same reason other new new age it's what we call new age stuff gained prominence in the decades after world war 2 it's a search for something that fills the the spiritual and and social void um but that you can somehow or another in whatever weird personally specific way square with a reality where conventional religious belief no longer seems plausible or tenable so instead it's like well what am i most emotionally connected with it's I don't know, Sonic the Hedgehog, or The Flash, or or Kylo Ren, or Cloud Strife, or whoever. And it, it, so desperate to satisfy that emotional connection with those characters, their stories, th- their worlds, you convince themselves that there is some way to actually spiritually, mentally, even physically connect with them, that they are more than just fiction. Uh and I and that's that's why I think that's why like like this is all just we're gonna keep seeing more and more of this kind of shit. Uh, yeah, uh, like, this is just um, the beginning. Well, I'm at, I'm glad you brought up the Final Fantasy house because that's a nice segue. Because um, while Takata and Miller were in, uh, and that that oh, the Final in, Fantasy house, like the core person behind that, is still out there to this day somewhere, this tro- trolling around could, fandoms. They're they're, in, they're they're in Ezra Miller's polycule. Uh, Could you imagine? That would be that that would be insane. Uh, but yeah, in late March, Miller and Iron Eyes were in Hawaii at the Hilo Farmers Market when they befriended a member of a polygamous family on the east side of the island. The family had a small booth, and the actor told them that they wanted to trade their Hollywood career for a simple Hawaiian storefront and needed merchandise to stock. Uh, Miller also mentioned that there were. Uh, with a companion who needed the actor's help, um, and the pair were having issues with lodging. Uh, uh, the uh, He acted like he was a righteous man or a man of God, and he's helping this woman out. She needs some safety, said the family's patriarch, who asked not to be identified by name and has had legal issues of his own, including a domestic abuse case that is still pending. Fucking shock. Uh, conti- continued. The man and his four quote-unquote wives, uh, qu- uh, quotes, doing a lot of work there, including the aforementioned Anna. Uh, Three of them that were like be- shipped to him in a in a in a in a, in and, a container like, yeah, at age fourteen car, yeah. from 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 like Russia. Well, no, I was going to or- say from that or fundament from that fundamentalist LDS oh, yeah. compound in uh, 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 Utah. Yeah, uh, so the man and his four wives uh, uh, invited uh, Ezra and Dakota to stay on the property with them and their four young children. Strange things happened almost immediately. Miller returned to the house one day following what they said was a run-in with the cops, complaining about being unfairly targeted and carrying an armload of toys for the kids. (laughs) This is funny. One of the wives said, He brought Nerf guns for our children. And was mansplaining about guns. Man- 
What? Literally, literally, the, she literally the, said the mem- one of the polygamous wives literally said Ezra Miller was mansplaining guns to their children. Well, one Nerf guns. Do not misgender Ezra Miller. Oh, the, they, it's they, totally, they might be grooming they like your children, totally, yeah. but do not say that they are mansplaining. They are they splaining. They are they splaining. Excuse you, Kaylin. Karen uh, might might be a might probably is a pseudonym. Uh, the actor recruited women to help them chainsaw guava trees in the backyard and build a sweat lodge. One day, while strolling <laughs> a strip mall with the polygamous patriarch, Miller spontaneously bought him a $2,000 diamond and ruby-encrusted gold lion ring from K Jewelers. Miller proposed merging families, according to the father. It was like, Amazing. we should be partners forever. I want to take you all around the world, says the patriarch. And I didn't decline it. I knew the kind of state he was in. Uh, Kaylin said that Miller expressed that they had experienced a lot of trauma and weird shit in Hollywood scene and were like, hell yeah, we'll help you out. Uh, about two weeks after they arrived, Miller and Iron Eyes uh, suddenly left. Uh, family members alleged that the actor took Anna, a 25-year-old wife in the home, and her three children with them. Uh, so this leads us back to the, uh, uh, the uh, house or the 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 they them comp- compound in Vermont, uh, uh, which, uh, yeah, there was there's some uh this you know whenever whenever you mention someone having a compound, it's it's a bad it's, sign. It's not good. It's, it's bad it's sign. It's a bad sign. You um, can have a ranch, so, but you can't have a compound. Yeah. So June twenty uh, third, twenty twenty two. A uh, Rolling Stone investigation revealed that the 25-year-old woman, uh, Anna, as the Vanity Fair article uh, refers to her as, and her ch- three children, ages one to five, had been living uh, on the Vermont farm um, in a roommate situation, um, and that the children's father, the aforementioned uh, guy who really was really into that $2,000 ring, Ezra Bottom, uh, who has multiple wives let's keep let's remember that remember that uh the well, that's the beauty of father, having so many the, wives is you can rent one out in exchange for some jewelry yeah and you still got um, two more you know you can just kind of shuffle them in and out um yeah anyway so the father grew concerned about the children's situation wow, on the farm long. took him yeah uh, the two sources say they're concerned with the living arrangements because Miller's home has unattended guns strewn across the living room in mature marijuana plants growing on the property. According to one of the sources, the one-year-old child allegedly placed a played with a loose bullet and placed it in her mouth. Uh, according to Instagram posts, uh, the mother and children uh, s- might still be at the Vermont farm. Uh not not sure um as the uh vanity fair article provides more detail um apparently anna the the 25 year old woman in question uh did like an instagram live from the farm uh you know relayed that ezra fucking saved my life uh she said she'd been stripping to pay the bills and had started an OnlyFans account she hadn't even had enough money to buy diapers uh so I completely like, you know, I, you know, sympathize with her. Like, you know, if you're in that position and, you know, a Hollywood actor or someone with money wants to like, you know, 
take you away from presumably this crazy polygamous guy who's just really into shitty looking jewelry kind of kind of can't blame her you know wanting out of that situation only to land herself in this yeah out of the situation out of the frying pan into the fire or out of the fire yeah. into the frying pan either way um, it's a lateral move yeah oh, uh yeah so in early august uh yeah the police were eventually dispatched to transfer on his children to the state um, but, uh, by the time the cops came looking around, uh, she and the three, three children had presumably left. Uh, yeah, so it's, uh, and then going back a little more, because, uh, we're, we're skipping over another major thing. Um, uh, June 16th, 2022. Oh, damn. I wish we had, like, the, the Unsolved Mysteries guys, guy giving, like, the, the date, like, June 16th. 2022 like that for for these like oh, yeah it, you know time time dates for all the ezra incidents uh so the daily beast published a report speaking with an alleged victim of uh uh miller's uh a 12 year old nun binary child who alleges that they were targeted by miller on wednesday june 15th the child and their mother were granted a temporary harassment order against miller claiming that the actor menaced the family on the evening of February 12th at their neighbor's downstairs apartment and acted inappropriately towards the child. Uh, the case was filed at their local courthouse in Greenfield, Massachusetts. Hey, oh, my Mustang ain't safe from the mill dog. Uh, <laughs> Miller came into contact with the family due to their connections with the family's neighbor, who is in a band with Miller's friend. Uh, Miller, oh, oh, I love this. These, these, these details are great. Uh, Miller was wearing a bulletproof vest. I had no idea until later that they were armed, the neighbor told the Daily Beast. According to the neighbor, the evening went sideways after the mother called her friends her tribe, causing Miller, whom they believed to be, quote-unquote, under the influence, to accuse her of cultural appropriation. Following the snafu, Miller claimed that the board game Parcheesi was of Rastafarian roots, which the half-black neighbor questioned, er, questioned. Ezra snapped after this interaction, the neighbor alleges. Then they opened up their jacket. They had, like they said, a big Sherpa jacket. And they opened up one side of their jacket and you could see a gun. And they said, talking like that could get you into a real serious situation. After this altercation, Miller allegedly began to harass the mother uh, and the then 11-year-old child. Uh, telling the parents that they are well-equipped to mentor the child. Uh, quote, I've talked extensively with your child, and they have a lot of power to them. At one point, you're going to realize that you don't have any control over them anymore. They're an elevated being, and they would be lucky to have someone like me to guide them, Miller said, according just to like, the- Like, just complete fucking living in your own world shit, right? Like- Every like you just like 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 they just cue in on things for for whatever reason, and then immediately it's like, well, that's like like whole like Parcheesi is culturally appropriating for massive parties. It's just like the thought crossed your brain somewhere. Like you know how you just your brain just conjures stupid it, bullshit that doesn't mean anything. That that typically then, is just that's the 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 stuff of good posts. Like that's yeah, yeah, something yeah. like it reads like a drill tweet. Well, as Ezra Miller like, seems you know. like the the like raging id of every just. Uh, like I said, every obnoxious, like, anarcho-liberal on 
Twitter, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Like every person who's like, I'm an anarchist, but I work for the military industrial complex and I'm going to bash the fash, but but also it's like totally fine to, to be upper, like like middle management at Raytheon. Don't, don't, don't harass me about it. That's, that, that's anti-queer violence. Like, that's like, because I think some people, they just, I think when you have like whatever, like I said, there's no reality filter. Every, every stray thought that comes into the brain immediately becomes a reality. There's nothing that stops and goes, oh, that's just some random shit that bubbled up from my lizard brain. I'm just going to toss it aside or make a joke out of it. Um, it, it and, and I think some people exist like that. Like, um, uh, uh, they have like, this isn't my idea at all, but like a basic idea that some people have a, in a very loose terminological sense, they, they're, they're a kind of, they, they serve like a, a shamanistic function in society. Every, everything, all the input around them, uh, the ambient culture just goes right into them unfiltered. And they just kind of embody and, and reflect and refract it in weird ways. Like Christian is also an example of this, right? Like Christian is absolutely like someone who like all just late 20th, early 21st century, just like consumerism and, and, uh, and 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 banal vapid pop culture just goes into them and they just immediately configure themselves around it and just spit back a kind of like like when you type something into one of those ai image generators a kind of like weird mutant uh refraction yeah. of it um and i think that's what happens when you have like maybe these kinds of uh Issue, like issues like whether it's mental illness per se or the drug abuse or or what is yeah is you just that's not even i didn't even finish this, this contradictory stuff where it's like you know i've i've got guns i'm i've got a bunch of guns and a compound and i'm lecturing people about cultural appropriation and i'm a movie star and and also i'm i'm fucking uh uh uh, I'm Wadib. I'm Paul Atreides. I'm going to lead the indigenous um, yeah, people Muhadib. to seize the land back. Um, but also yeah. I'm getting like, and like, again, every single, like, there's just no coherency of thought. It's just, it all just goes in and is imminently real and intensely felt and comes back out until the brain switches gears onto the next set of inputs. Right. Yeah. Um, um and can this, I, can I continue the rest yeah. of this? Because it's the rest of this parent, like the rest of this section is truly fascinating. And also, I'm the just flash. as a mental conceptual. And we also, yeah, <laughs> like uh, not, I, we just can't lose sight of that. It's just insane. we can't. Um, so the uh, uh, the uh, child uh, accused Miller of uncomfortably moving their chair closer to them, hugging them, and touching their hips. Ew. Uh, the child also alleges that Miller asked them to follow them on Instagram and told the child that they would purchase horses for them to raise on their Vermont farm. It was really uncomfortable. I was really nervous. I was scared to be around them after he'd yell at my mother and she, she he yelled at my mother and she was crying, the child remembers. According to the report by the Daily Beast, Miller returned to the home dressed as a cowboy on June 4th to apologize. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, that's like I'm just like I'm just picturing like as people are showing up like dressed like Woody. <laughs> like, You're my favorite deputy. There's a snake in my boot. 
just or there's just a like, snake in my like poop. Want to see it? A tiny, a tiny cowboy hat. I'm like. His shitty pistols, like a tiny vest. A little plastic. Like, I don't, there's yeah, something clicking. really fucking funny about that mental Cap, image. Guns, just no like, caps in them. Except they had just, real guns. Like it's. And just, that's the thing. Like it, this, I love that little this detail. Stuff is, though, dressed as a cowboy. Like that's this is why we're interested. This is why it's so like not because like Ezra Miller's like non-binary or fucking whatever. No, it's because Ezra Miller showed up to try to apologize to this. You know. Massachusetts family that they were terrorizing dressed as a fucking cowboy. I wanted to be a cowboy, baby. I wanted to be a cowboy, baby. I, and God, we're we're not even like. There's still so it's and it's there's, there's still so much to talk about. We we haven't even gotten to like, um. Uh, hold on, God, we haven't even talked about like. Uh, I guess us, uh, yeah, more more shit that was happening on the Vermont uh farm, just in general. Uh, there was also uh, hold on, let me again. There's there's just so much fucking going it's, on. It's it's general. Like you, it's, I, I read through most like the articles you sent me. So I just I can't. Keep. I should have kept notes or something. I just can't keep it all straight in my head. I just kind of have a general impression. But it's. I, I, I mean, just, the, 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 and I, 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 we've talked before about how there were some implications of like being, um, at, at best, the subject of deeply inappropriate advances by you know your typical Hollywood sickos. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't. I believe that a hundred percent. I don't think that's like ha- necessarily has main or, or like primary explanatory power here because this is like a really deep level of megalomania and retreating into your own brain um you know like yeah i mean i i would say like you know if if this is like the behavior of like an erratic like the erratic behavior of like a delayed trauma response you know that perfectly makes sense like hurt people hurt people um, but you know, this is also someone who, uh, you know, a- as we said, is involved in uh, two major IP franchises for the same, like, you know, mo- the the main movie studio that is like Disney's competition, yeah, or not even Disney, probably is just like fucking whatever. Um, so it's it's there's like a lot of different factors at play here well, again, it's um, like you... which 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 leads us into sort of talking more about like how this has gone on like behind the scenes because uh wb has been very mum about this whole thing relatively speaking it wasn't until like in august or even was i think it was yeah it was in august on the 15th um like ezra finally issued a statement uh that they were, you know, the notes app statement, like, I'm being treated for complex health issues after going through, like, an intense crisis, which uh, uh, there was, I guess, Ezra's parents did get divorced uh, just before, like, the really erratic behavior started. Yeah, but when you're in your fucking 20s, But, but it's also, like, like yeah. Like, like it's not I'm like a child your family of divorced units parents, being destroyed. But... It's like you, you, you live in a mansion because you're rich and you're an adult, like... I'm sure it sucks, but like you can deal. 
but that's that's the thing. like I think it's got to be like it's a bunch of things, right? Like, um, so again, so I think the big main one is when you have you can do whatever you want and you have no accountability, and because you're rich and famous, you're surrounded by people that just tell you what you want to hear because they want to be kept around and and siphon off your largesse, and then you combine that with pre-existing mental problems and trauma let's throw that on the pile and then co uh interrelated obviously with all those other things is just probably doing insane amounts of drugs ls you're just like lsd ayahuasca cocaine just and i mean i am hardly like against drug use categorically but like you know you can add, you know you do just like a ton of everything yeah. all the time and you add those other factors on top you can just never ever live in reality ever and then that's like not living in reality and not have anything that forces you to live in reality that's what it does to your brain uh and the drugs are just like a big like there's no way like drugs aren't a huge part of the story too right like you know we've all heard those like stories about like david bowie yeah. not remembering like anything after 19 between 1974 and 1980 and like crouching in some mansion in berlin terrified that jimmy page's black magic is is gonna is is gonna kill him like you know uh this is just a you know because we live in a shittier sadder dumber era we get a shittier sadder dumber version of that um yeah, so a little. Um, but Ezra Miller didn't make station to station, so there, there's no out. No, no. <laughs> um, another, another, just that that really tracks with your uh, gauge on the scenario. Another point in the Vanity Fair article is that uh, one point uh, Ezra Miller uh, started calling people to fire them in front of a small audience. Um, quote, he fired every single person starting from business people, his parents, just every single person, one by one. End quote, says someone who was present. Miller seemed to enjoy the calls. Quote, he'd kind of start giggling after the person would start crying or something. Uh, yeah, Jesus. Um, they also talk about the fact that Ezra has a lot of fucking guns, uh, which, uh, Vermont is an open carry state. Um, uh, there's a, this detail is, frankly, I don't want to say chilling because that's kind of like corny, uh, but, uh, according to the Vanity Fair article, um, uh, during like, so the onset of the pandemic, uh, Ezra had grown like increasingly narcissistic, uh, just choosing young people for their audience because they are more malleable. Uh, he'd talk about the metaverse and the medicine, how they're the Messiah and what his work is here. They say their spiritual practice is to be among the people, which means party. Uh, so this was, this was the time sort of uh, while they were in ice frequently yeah. going to Iceland. Um, uh, that, but uh, yeah, during this like, yeah, during this time, uh, I we gotta go back to this medicine man, uh, like a fifty-five-year-old guy from North Dakota, 
who Ezra just like hired to be their spiritual advisor, uh, which is just it's so funny to think about. Just this is this is my this is my just I'm taking this like fifty five year old man with me to like it's it's, it's so yeah I don't know it's it's like why you want to travel with like your uncle or something um well, that's like I like uh, I mean, like I say like uh and I think this is probably true of a lot of people that have been positioned as or managed to glom on to celebrity entourages. Uh, or or polit- political entourages as gurus of some kind is they also supply drugs. That's what Marilyn Manson, or not Marilyn Manson. Uh, well, Marilyn, that's another story. Marilyn Manson. But that's what oh, that's what Charles Manson was. That's why he had the celebrity yeah. connections he did. Was he provided drugs and young women to rockers and actors in the the like greater Los Angeles area? That was how he was connected. Um, yes, that was why his like cult was permitted to exist and was funded and how he ended up writing a song with a beach boy and all that shit. That, which is so fucking he, crazy. He was just, he was like, like a, he was, he was a variant of an Epstein figure basically. And basically. Guys, yeah, I mean, that's, it's and, all. And guys like that, they provide you with drugs and they say like a bunch of bullshit that in your broken brain makes you go, Whoa, that's deep, man. And they also like, and that's the other thing guru figures kind of do for the rich and famous and powerful is they tell again, they're another sycophant. They're a person who you convince yourself has some kind of wisdom or moral insight that can then turn around and say, yes, everything you're doing is correct. You are great. You are the Messiah. Give me money. Um, yeah, this, this spiritual like advisor guy sounds like a crackpot. Apparently he was like, he, he was like, it sounded like he was really like feeding into these like delusions of grandeur like you know telling 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 ezra they're a messiah if you don't you get kicked out of the party. yeah so that's what and then do. and then like telling them that like the freemasons are sending demons to kill to kill them yeah. which is what the fuck um but yeah i uh yeah the the chilling detail though is uh apparently a couple friends walked in on Ezra Miller and he uh they had like the uh a, like a bow and arrow like cocked and they were just like on the floor uh a bow and arrow or a crossbow like a uh, I think it was a bow and arrow um uh, they have they have confirmed that they they kept uh, at least like one of the bow and arrow props uh from we need to talk about Kevin. That's so that's great. It, it doesn't it doesn't specify it was that one, well, but if if you've convinced yourself like you are soul connected with the characters you play who actually exist in some sense and are embodied in you or, or something, it's it's really great to have uh the psycho mass shooter kid knocking around in your brain alongside the flash and uh I don't know whatever the deal with perks of being a wallflower is, which just seemed like the, the, the gay one when I was it seemed like one of those obnoxious, like indie movies I had no interest in watching. That's just about, Oh, I've, I'm middle class. A very, very beloved. I just, very I don't beloved. Like I, team I read some John green novels because my first girlfriend was into them. And I just, I do not give a shit about that. Oh, that's yeah. No, I, we don't, mi, 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 forget my, we don't talk about my dramatic, we don't talk about YA my dramatic, my dramatic middle class coming of age. I do not give a shit. I do not care. Uh, 
wow, you yeah. live in the suburbs and it's and 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 it's so spiritually bereft until you meet that one super interesting girl who commits suicide or doesn't fuck you or whatever. God, who gives a shit? Give me give, give me a spaceship, bitch. Give me something genuinely intellectual. <laughs> give me a spaceship, bitch. Um, I'm sorry. Does a planet get converted into a star? I don't care about your 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 bullshit fiction. Yeah, that's... people people who write people who write about the everyday dramas and travails of the middle class are all hacks. The the only legitimate literature is science fiction and horror. Yeah, for you know what, I'll I'll uh, ranch to that. Oh, we didn't even talk about the fucking Vermont burglary case. The what? Uh, oh, I missed a miss yeah. Miss Ezra Ezra like articles. broke into like an old friend's house, uh, allegedly to like steal some like wine for cooking uh, for their mom, um, not knowing that this this friend didn't consider Ezra to be a friend anymore. Actually, was like I I don't want nothing to do with you. Um, but I guess because they were they were friends, Ezra knew how to get into the house. Um, so I think that's that's the gist of what was going on there. Um, so that was that happened in uh, some. Uh, this is a. Uh, this came out. This is an article that came out uh, just like a couple days ago. Um, Ezra was supposed to appear for like a. Uh, court hearing on uh that breaking and entering uh slash burglary case uh yesterday september 26th um but i was just like oh i wonder how that went and of course the arraignment was delayed uh till like october ish um so the details of that uh uh the owner or yeah the the owner told the police that uh, he saw a neighbor who he identified as Miller on his property via security camera. Uh, uh, also reported that it appeared Miller went into the home without permission, according to court documents. Uh, Winker told the police that he recently purchased the home and had been friends with Miller for about 18 years, according to David uh, Winokur. Uh, so the video from a home security camera showed Miller walking down the stairs leading from the home's porch with what appears to be three bottles of liquor, Shepley wrote in the filing. Winker added, "Winker, I'm whatever." Uh, added that Miller then handed the three bottles of liquor through the driver's side window of a waiting vehicle to an unknown person. Um, <laughs> another video clip shows Miller picking up the camera and saying, "Oh," before placing it back in position. <laughs> So like knocked over, knocked over one of the security cameras, and then placed it back up. Well, we're not dealing with a genius here, obviously. <laughs> no, this is so. So yeah, well, Mil uh, Ezra claimed that they were in the home to take quote unquote cooking ingredients for their mom um, because they lived nearby. Uh, Miller said Winokur was a family friend who should have known what was going on because Miller's mother asked Winokur for permission ahead of time. Uh, yeah, Miller said that they entered the home through an unlocked door and took the needed ingredients according to the filing, including vinegar and cooking wine. Uh, so what isn't technically alcohol that was stolen, which makes it, you know, uh, but, but if convicted of the two charges, uh, Miller could face up to 26 years in prison.
So if it's a big uh, asked, fucking if. Uh, uh, asked if specifically asked if she specifically asked Winokur for permission to go into the home to get cooking ingredients for an updated uh, Marta Miller, uh, uh, Ezra's mother, replied she did not. So whoops. Whoops. Uh, so this is, yeah, I don't know what the, the, also when it comes to like any, any time we're talking about like someone who started out like young in Hollywood or in movies, you also got to like give a sus eye to the parents. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, like, and we we just had, uh, actually no, that story itself is a couple of years old, but there was a, they, they just like went to trial or went to conviction. Some. Not like a big actor, but who was on some big things, uh, like was on Riverdale as a recurring character or something. Some actor local to the Vancouver area here, uh, up in Squamish, uh, killed his mom, oh, shot her in the God. back of the head, then got in a car, dro- was going to drive to Ottawa and kill Justin Trudeau. Um, and then, like, I guess had a moment of quasi lucidity and stopped and then went to the police station and turned himself in. Um, Jesus Christ. And I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know the story. But like, part of me immediately goes to the suspicion that, well, I mean, if the first person he killed was his mom, I wonder if she was just some kind of awful showbiz mom, right? Oh, yeah. I'm glad my mom is dead by Jeanette McCurdy. There is exceptions, but there's like, like a lot of times like that narcissism and egomania is passed down both probably genetically to some extent, but behaviorally and upbringing wise. And the parents live vicariously through the children. And, Absolutely. Or, like, or just use them totally yeah. as props, right? And so they don't look after the kids' well-being. They're, they're, they're shitty the parents to start with, and then they throw them in all this stuff. They don't protect them because that's anything. Their, or they that's their, willingly just trade them as bargaining chips to sickos to advance their careers. Like Yeah, because that's their, uh, like as Christian calls it, uh, their tugboat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's their tugboat. And, 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 if, and if you fail to be the tugboat they want you to be at any point or, or deviate, they will punish you in addition to squandering all your money and pimping you out to sickos and like not letting you have a childhood, so on and so on and so on. Um, so I like, again, don't know that that's the case here, but like it's in any situation where someone becomes famous young, it's like a strong possibility, you know? Um, yeah. Like, it's definitely like, it's like, oh, it's like when a woman gets murdered, the first person you look at is like the partner. It's not always them, but like, it's a pretty good place to start a lot of the time. (laughs) Yeah. um, So, geez. So basically, that's, we're pretty much all caught up on all the Ezra drama that we at least know of. So, so do do you think like this rehab is going to amount to anything or is it purely just, Okay, we're gonna make a big show of getting you healthy. We're gonna call this just a mental health thing, and anybody bullying you is being queerphobic. Just keep your shit um, out of the media and and make us our money. Or do you think there's actually like? Because I'm I'm very skeptical of rehab. I think a lot of that stuff has like a really low batting, a really bad batting average for actually yeah. fucking working. Um, I mean, jury's jury's completely out. I think. Um, uh, clearly, uh. Warren Brothers is really going all in on banking on this Flash movie, which is 
not even coming out until like next summer. Um, they they like finished shooting the thing in like 2021. That's a that's a long uh, year to hope that this doesn't blow up bigger and impact the movie. Yeah. Um, it could, right? Like if this shit, because I mean, you know, that the, the Me Too stuff's still in the air. And if, oh, if, absolutely. If, it, if it catches, if there's enough blood in the water that like your average person knows it's like, oh, Ezra Miller's that fucking awful rapist freak. I don't want to see them in my superhero movie. Yeah. Like it could fuck them. And which is why I'm shocked there. Because like Ezra Miller's doesn't seem like that big of a box. doesn't seem like a big box office draw, like a marquee name to me. And so it's so weird. You're also not a teenage girl. No, I'm I'm not, admittedly. But it's like I have the, I have the same issue with Jared Leto though. Like like well, how are they not a liability? More of a liability yeah, how, than an yeah. asset. That I, I can't that's the part I can't figure out and that kind of most fascinates me, but that we have so little to go on is when so many other known quantities get into well, frankly, less trouble than this, and they're just cut. It's just like no, we're done. Oh, oh, like the obvious, I mean, the obvious, like, contrast is, like, what's going on with Will Smith, where, like, you know, the, this basically is being blacklisted over the slap, and it's, like, you know. Which is, like, who gives Which is, like, there is, which is, like, that is, like, probably the, like, least horrible thing that most of the people in that room have ever done. Yeah. Oh, fucking easily. Like. But you know what it is? That is about the the internal uh culture of hollywood that's about you did yeah. you disrespected the blah 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 like i mean like those people bust those people like they live in their own little world where like stupid bullshit like the academy awards matter and are like kind of like sacred and important yeah it's yeah and, and it's yeah. it's stepping out of line of that stuff is like uh, i don't know like slapping the the uh Local, uh, it, priest it's kind of like it's kind of like the in a, in a medieval village yeah. or something. I it's guess. well, it's it's kind of like the Janet Jackson, like the the Justin Timberlake nipple nipple slip. That well, that it's had, kinda, that that I think had less to do with the internal like in that culture. They, they're of like it's, it's on to television. The perceived the example. The, it was the perceived yeah. public outrage and the FCC um, and that stuff, which is different from people in the real world don't care about the slapper they kind of thought it was cool uh it's it's the, yeah. it's the people in hollywood were like you know you'll do, do, you do that it. at a yeah. party or something that's fine but, oh yeah. you did yeah. that at the oscars you besmirch the you, you you know the 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 glamour and glitz and the good name of everything <laughs> this, and this this good name this the, wonderful uh, ceremony that still smells of harvey weinstein's dick cheese yeah yeah and it's like you yeah that stuff's like that's that's the stuff where everybody puts their face on and takes it all very seriously and keeps up the 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 aristocratic uh glamour right that's what that yeah. that's all about he violated that which is unforgivable unforgivable to them um you know when outside of that you just go and all the non-famous normals and you abuse and exploit them no one cares no one cares about everything else but that you know that's unforgivable um right. with Ezra Miller they haven't done anything like that they're just doing the same honestly more public uh, unhinged in public and delusional but it's like it's the same sicko shit that a ton of these people do that's fine um yeah it's just 
you know, it's just if you're too public about it, you become a liability now that we're post Me Too. Let's, I mean, it, it can always has the chance of becoming a liability, but it's a lot easier for it to become a public liability, a PR liability now. And it's weird to me that it hasn't based on how many other like what what seem to be to be more bankable, more famous people seem to have been cut loose for less. Oh, yeah, so I, absolutely. I don't understand. But I mean, again, it's hard to understand the math because you don't live in their world. Right. You know, what, what seems like a rational decision to us is not going to seem like a rational decision to them because they're living in a completely different. Bubble. Right. Also surrounded by sycophants and certain weird assumptions about what's marketable and blah, blah, blah. So I don't I don't know. It's just a baffling thing to me that they would double down on this individual um, when it seems like it has a really, really good chance of blowing up in their face in a bad way, um, yeah, in a way well, that sinks this tent pole that they've so they've, so they've totally overcommitted to this movie and then and then they write off like the Batgirl movie, which might have been like a good, which is now the most expensive like unreleased movie ever made. Which 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 like could have been like a solid like like if you'd actually put it out. I mean, I don't, I don't know how they do the math on streaming, like how they decide what is or isn't worth anything with that, because it's so abstract at that point. But like, yeah. if you'd actually release that Batgirl movie, like it's got a big budget, but not a huge budget for that type of movie. Like, what was it like 90 mil or something? $90 million. It, it's, like you, you, I you, looked you, it up. It is officially the most expensive, like, canceled movie ever. Like, you drop that like, out Like, canceled, there completed and, movie. With a, with a little bit of marketing, and it probably makes its budget back. So like especially especially know. because it has Brendan Fraser in it and Brendan Fraser is high high like currently like the front runner for like all like best actor like awards on the like award circuit too, for yeah. the whale. And it's also so, like it's, also it's, it's like, like oh, shooting it's our, like they shot themselves black, in the foot. That girl, that's a that's a diversity win. We can run with that and uh, like I think you could have, but like, no, it probably would have been a huge hit. But it probably would have directors weren't known. made some money and would have opened them up for if the flashing doesn't pan out, you've got something else in the DC oeuvre to to kind of turn back to. You know, it gives you more options. Yeah, but they're just Har- Harley they're just, can't be carrying this whole fr- franchise. She's great, but she can't do it alone. No, guys. but they just I don't know. They're like I, I mean I don't. As much as like WB hasn't exactly been expertly managed up to this point, as we've seen, these oh, these discovery guys just seem like the oh, biggest just, boneheads. Just they're so fucking totally, dark. And, and both big, huge boneheads and totally soulless, and just like well, again, they're guys who've made all their money off like Ancient Aliens and Shark Week, and just just, just the yeah. most cheapskate, low rent, asinine bullshit for idiots right and and now they're like handling real tv shows and real movies it's like oh of course they're gonna be absolute idiots Make, about it. like yeah. I, I don't know how the discovery guys ended up on top in this I, that's just i i wish i i need to read more books about like yeah i'm fascinated we'll by the like episode on i'm fascinated by the like business checkers that these people play with each other i kind of want to know how that stuff works um, yeah, we'll definitely have to do an episode on that, like, eventually, but... Um, I just, I need actual resources yeah. on it, because so much stuff is like, oh, behind the scenes on this movie, that movie, but, like, the behind the behind the scenes on yeah, how I the, know. the producers and investors, the money men, and the guys really in charge, how they think, how they work, that is harder to 
find and get a grasp on. And I would, would like, and it I would explain know. things. It would explain so much. Um, Cause I think I'm kind of shifting from Marvel movies are purely algorithmic to Marvel movies are an auteur project. And the auteur is Kevin Feige, who is a man who just has a perfectly smooth brain. Yeah. I think that's the, the thesis we're starting to develop I, when it comes to the so I think Marvel movies. We've got to look at, um, because, I mean, you know, certain kinds of producers are always really important to shaping certain kinds of movies. Like you had your uh, your um, your uh, Bruckheimers and um, Simpsons. And, Dino De Laurentiis. Yeah. Your... And their, their ideas of what would sell and what people wanted, however well-informed or not informed they were, and, and, and however much shaped by like cocaine mania or whatever, were such a huge part of what made a lot of those movies what they were even given whatever creative latitude they did or didn't give directors and writers and stuff. And now as we get to these mega franchises, we get guys who are kind of like in that same role, but another level up overseeing not just this movie and that movie, but these combo mega franchises and things and fight. Like I assume there's gotta be like turf wars in the background over like who gets succession style so yeah like who about this like i feel like there's got to be like star wars there's got to be like a turf war between like kathleen kennedy and um uh the iron man guy the the, uh, the swingers uh, guy. Uh, fucking justin uh john favreau yeah i i don't know but i get a sense there is because she's doing all these movies and he comes in with the mandalorian which was kind of his project and and now they've kind of shifted Star Wars over to TV shows, kind of in that purview. And it, yeah, and I, I don't have any evidence for this. It's just purely speculative, based on like whose names I see and what credits. But it it got me wondering, right? Like there must be constant dynastic warfare to control these kind of uh, empires of intellectual property. Um, and I, I just if anybody knows where we can learn more about. This stuff, yeah, hook us up, or or like older histories of this kind of like the business end behind the scenes stuff that might, you know, might be stuff from the seventies, eighties, nineties, whatever. But it can like help give us context to interpret what happens now. Just absolutely, Twitter DMs, email, what have you, uh, and point us in that direction. Books, yeah, videos, podcasts, whatever. Because I feel like that's the only way we can really interpret this stuff is through the lens of of. But what's going on, and not in the director's chair or in writers' rooms, but in boardrooms. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a good place to end the episode, because <laughs> we and, unless unless uh, between now and when this gets released, Ezra Miller like actually goes on like a death rampage, and then we gotta well, they're, pull the they're episode. in rehab right now, right? Uh, unclear they? if they are in rehab or just like seeing a therapist. That's completely yeah, up I for guess, debate. I guess we'll see what happens. Um, we'll we'll see. Um, yeah. So thank you all for joining us on this uh, very thanks, special thanks for, bonus uh, episode of Marvelous. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks if you're listening to this for being a, a super ultra. Thanks for being a, a Patreon supporter. Um, yeah, I know we we've had a rough few months and like even whatever you contribute to us like really helps because we're not we are we are not affluent individuals from affluent families um and unfortunately no and i do I, not uh, have a compound i had a minor car accident and lost my savings replacing uh 
car parts. Yeah, <laughs> guys, help Stu. Um, help Stu. Stu. Stu currently, yeah. Stu. Well, we both we both had a car in incidents, world, but, but yeah. we both had car incidents within the past couple weeks. Um, but Stu's was a lot worse than mine was. Um, uh, uh. So yeah, mine, again, I think yours thank was you worse for- emotionally, but mine was worth worse financially. Yeah. Yeah, you I if you're if you get in any sort of like car issue in like the greater Boston area, you're just gonna have people slowing down at you and be like, you fucking asshole. Like just fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, so uh And again, oh thank uh, you guys shout all out. For- we need we forgot to do this oh, yeah, our last main episode. So we, we need to do this on the main episode too, but just if you're listening to this so you know that uh we, we, we do intend to do it. Shout out to Tank Buster. Uh, very active, uh, somewhat Snyderverse Stan in our Discord server. Uh, we love you. Thanks for listening and supporting the show, Tank Buster. Uh, and we got to remember to do that on the next main episode uh, too. And uh, yeah, I guess so. What are we doing for our next main episode? Deadpool. We're doing. Oh, yeah, I think we're we're gonna we're gonna we're still hitting the pause on. We we got to clean uh, up some errata before we get to. Uh, Civil War, which is kind of another sort of uh, centerpiece for this whole thing. It's it's gonna get like, it's, especially because that's gonna bring us into like Phase Three. It's gonna bring us into you know fucking Infinity War, fucking Saga, Black Panther, all this, all this shit. So I think it's we're 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 putting the pause on uh, MCU for right now, kind of doing. But going back in time a bit more just, uh, because we did mention Deadpool as being yeah um I mean, pretty influential might take um, a look on, at those amazing those Andrew Garfield Spider-Man oh um, boy yeah those are on Netflix and uh, definitely uh I was thinking maybe we should take a look at the Force Awakens I feel like those Star Wars movies fit into the same uh category of mega franchise IP blockbuster uh, oh it could be it could be it could be my opportunity. We could read the uh scholarly scholarly article I wrote and have oh, published yeah. on The Force Awakens that I won an award for and we can read that with the hindsight of uh Rise of Skywalker being completely garbage. Oh, that would be such a piece of shit. It's it's incredible. And, and we can we can like Chapo style read my own article and make fun of me. There we go. There's our episode. There we go. All right. All right. So All right, guys. Uh, look forward to thank that. Thank you again. Um, we have, like I said, it's been a rough little bit, but um, hopefully I think things are calmed down a bit for the both of us, and we'll try to get some more bonus stuff out for you, maybe some commentaries. Um, I was thinking we could do just like maybe once a month, just like a general bullshit catch-up episode where we just talk about like what movies we watched that month that aren't. Uh, an uh, an episodes worthy, or just like just a general like, just what we watched for pleasure recently, kind of. Oh yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to be just able like, to tell people to watch Violence Voyager. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. So yeah, yeah, we're gonna try so and get some more stuff out uh, for you here, and well, trucking along with our 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 bold five our our five year mission. Uh, our five year to plan. explore uh, extremely normal familiar old worlds and seek out uh, the same life and civilizations with which we're accustomed to 
and go where uh, everyone has gone before. All right. Good night, everybody.
saying goodbye is what I say. Welcome. Hello. Hope. Who's going first? I'm going first. Uh, I decided. Go first. Executive go. decision. Now, just Welcome. like you to step all over a woman's voice. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm a feminist. I step over people's voices equally. I am with <laughs> men and perfect. women. I'm equally arrogant, belligerent. 